Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well. Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well. I'm so glad every little cell in my body is happy and well. I'm so glad every little cell in my body is happy and well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler. I'm the director of Nutrition Therapy Institute. Uh, this platform, uh, we talk about, we talk to people um, in the NTI community, around the NTI community, about the NTI community. Um, and we talk about things that are of interest to people in our community. And because so many of the people in our community are either current students or prospective students, uh, many of those people are interested in learning about our instructors. Um, so today we have on with us, I'm very happy to have uh, one of our newest instructors, Greg DeRocher, and he teaches our business course, Business Readiness and Coaching Skills. And um, so thank you very much, Greg, for being here. Um, yeah. Pleased to have you here. Um, so I, I want to set the stage here, and that is that our, our instructors here are um, you know, qualified practitioners in the fields of holistic nutrition, with the exception of Greg, who is not, uh, doesn't come from a background of holistic nutrition, doesn't come from a background of holistic health um, in, in training and in his work. And that is purposeful for this course, for our business readiness and coaching skills course, because um, to teach business, I don't think it's required that you have a nutrition background or a holistic health background. Um, in fact, I think it's much more important that you have a strong business and coaching background, which you do. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today. Um, and I'd, I'd really like to weave into the discussion how like, you know, your sort of basic business knowledge and coaching knowledge can be, can be implemented for nutrition therapists because we, we definitely have to bridge that gap and get from business to um, a nutrition therapist being able to practice and generate revenue. So I, I want to be able to talk about that. But first, I'd really like to hear about your background, your, your educational background, your sort of work background, your history that you bring to your teaching and why um, why your teaching is so impactful uh, because of your background. Um, I, I would like people to hear what that is. So Cool. Yeah, happy to share. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate that. It's yeah. always nice to be able to connect with the audience a little bit and, uh, and make that personal connection of like, who we are. So yeah, thanks for the opportunity for that. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> I come from a huge family. Um, I'm the youngest of eight kids. Uh, we actually grew up just outside of Boulder. And my parents were pretty far ahead of the curve on the importance of nutrition spectrum. And we've been 
educated, informed, living, um, you know, with varying degrees of success, like, like most people, <laughs> yeah. um, using food as, as nutrition and, and right. understanding the importance of the nutritional content of what we're eating and proportions and all that stuff. So I grew up with, with the perspective that it's nutrition is important. Yeah. Um, so from that angle, you know, I am fully aligned with the mission of NTI and what all of you nutrition therapists are going to be doing in your role out in the community. You know, people mm -hmm. need you. Our, our country, um, you know, spends more on healthcare than any other country on the planet. And we're the sickest country That's on right. the planet. Yeah. So clearly there's a need for what you all um, are training to do and what, what the Institute trains people to do. So I'm fully aligned with your mission. And my mission is somebody who teaches or helps teach uh, people how to become entrepreneurs, how to be business owners. Um, you know, I can't do what you do. Mm -hmm. So my role as a trainer, as a teacher, is to help you uh, have a solid business foundation and business knowledge and the coaching skills. Um, and we can talk about a little bit about that in a minute. But um, like I tell uh, other students that I teach this business plan training to is, you know, you can write the, the most comprehensive, prettiest most complete business plan around. But if you're too scared to go out and implement it and actually build the business that you planned, it, you might, you know, it, it was a waste of time and energy. Uh -huh. So being a business owner is, is not just knowing what to do. It's cultivating the confidence and knowledge and, and um, belief in your ability to do what you're going to do to be a business owner and, and by business owner. Um, I think that's the other thing to, to, that is important to redefine for people is as a, as a, and as a, as a nutrition, as a nutrition therapist, what you're doing is you're exchanging your knowledge, your information for other people's money. And anytime that that exchange is happening, you're in business, you're a business owner. But the difference is, is being a business owner involves everything outside of teaching people about nutrition, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. you've got marketing and you've got financials and you've got all these other aspects of the business that have nothing to do with delivering the, the product or service that the business offers. Mm -hmm. And that's where as a, as a, you know, new business owner, as a new entrepreneur, that's where most of us need to grow mm -hmm. because we don't have the background and the training and the belief systems and the information that we need to be successful in that role. And that's how, so my first real, you know, adult career was as a firefighter paramedic. And in that world, um, there's not a lot of room for uh, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a pretty paramilitary organization, um, which was great. Um, what that afforded me was, you know, over a decade 
of, uh, of time where I was working 10 days a month, 10, 24 hour shifts a month, which gave a lot of time off and, um, some financial resources that I could go expand my education. So what I dove into was personal development and personal growth. First and foremost, like I think most people that get into these helping fields is uh, we get into it to work on ourselves first. And then once we experience the impact that it had in our lives, we want to share it with other people. Yeah. And that's was very much my path in, in this in the coaching realm, because um you know, I, I, I got into it to deal with my own junk and then was fascinated with the impact it had on my life and what I was witnessing, uh, the trainers that I was working with, the impact they were having on other people, you know, whether that's taking, uh, you know, two people from completely opposite uh, outlooks on life, like literal, historical and ideological enemies and getting them to work together in a single conversation, in a matter of, you know, a couple of hours of asking the right kind of question and getting them to, to really understand what was motivating them in their belief system and, and what was really important to them. And then taking those two people in, and after this, this interaction, they go out and they start a nonprofit together to bring their two communities together, mm -hmm. you know? So the impact that you can have in that space is just the ripples just keep going and going. Yeah. And I was fascinated with how do they do that? Like, uh, how did that conversation, how, what, what, did, what did the guy leading the conversation know about human behavior yeah. to be able to ask the right kinds of questions to get these individuals to shift in such a profound way. And that's that then, you know, I'm a pretty engineering minded kind of guy. So I really wanted to understand how it worked. <laughs> so that led me to pursue a similar kind of training path, uh, which led to, you know, uh, neuro-linguistic programming training, also known as, or abbreviated as NLP hypnotherapy, uh, timeline therapy, uh, different kinds of coaching techniques and strategies. So that was like, I dove really deep into that stuff and ended up with um, a master neuro strategist certification. That just mean, that's like the highest, not the highest level, but high level of training in um, understanding human neurology like how does the brain work from a behavior perspective not talking as a brain surgeon understands the brain but right. like how what is this process of thinking and how do we as a coach facilitate change in our clients because we're not the ones changing them that's right <laughs> we're we're giving them options to consider that they will then choose a path for themselves. Mm -hmm. And you guys in your field are doing the exact same thing. You're taking somebody who doesn't like the result that they're, they've been getting in their life and they're looking for a new option. And your job, your role is to open up the realm of possibilities to them 
of of different choices that they could make and what those choices uh, are likely to lead to uh, in uh, in regards to their physical body. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think it all involves a a non physical component, but you know, in the realm of NTI, I think we're definitely focusing on the physical so that. Uh, the the physical body has the resources and and um, balance that it needs and that's what I love about the holistic piece of it is nobody is just what they eat or drink (laughs) what we think has massive massive impacts Mm -hmm. on the chemistry of our body Mm-hmm. So without looking at the whole picture and without uh, with a, 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 nu- a nutrition therapist not having, they got to have the tools to at least start addressing both sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I think when, when you and I first talked and um, that was kind of what I wanted to, I, mean, I got excited about the idea of being able to help the NTI graduates go out into the world with, you know, it's, it's, they're not, there's always going to be more to learn, <laughs> yes. but I feel like um, with what I was able to, to bring to the table from a business development perspective and the coaching perspective, I think gives them a solid foundation to at least launch their practice from. Mm-hmm. Um, so what qualifies me to teach the business side of things? Um, well, my wife and I have been building our own, uh, e-commerce business for a little over, well, almost 10 years now. Um, and it's grown, it's been a big challenge. It's caused us to, um, really have to stretch and grow (laughs) Mm -hmm. as, as business owners. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, the good news is we're still married. Yeah, well, I was going to say, not, not just as business owners, but also as, as life partners, you have to stretch and grow a little. Oh, you're not kidding. Because, yeah. you know, when they're, when you lose that, and this is, you know, one of the things we covered in class is certainty, is, is the role of certainty that, that plays in, our, in how we think. And valuing certainty versus uncertainty or variety. And as an entrepreneur, um, you should probably get comfortable with uncertainty, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, because you can't predict financially what your business is going to do. You can plan. And that's what we talk about in in the class is, um, you know, setting up the business plan. And the, the example I use that I think is most relevant is most people if they're not already living in it, um, have a vision of what their dream house would look like. Like, how big is it? What do the rooms look like? What's, how many stories is it? How does it finish? What does it look like? Where does it sit? Um, but that doesn't mean that they go out and just buy a piece of property and rent a tractor and start digging a hole in the ground and, and, you know, order a cement truck and just start pouring cement willy nilly and then building, you know, banging boards together. Like that's not how you go about building a house. So the first thing is you have to have the vision for what the house is going to look like. Then you sit down with a qualified architect and engineer and they create 
a written profile, written example of what this building is going to look like when it's all done. And by the time you know you get done with the architects and the engineers and the interior designers, you have a written, printed document that represents the final house that's going to be built. And you can take that plan and hand it to somebody else and they can execute on the on the 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 building of the house. And that's what I see a business plan is for a business. It's the opportunity to research who are my customers? What is the real value that I'm going to deliver? Yeah. How am I going to articulate that? How am I going to talk to people about what I do in a concise, compelling way? Um, what's, what's the challenge that they're facing that I can help them overcome? And when you can start exploring that and then, okay, well, what do I want to offer? Like, what, what, are my, what is my product or my service? And how many, how many clients do I need to pay my bills <laughs> to, you know, and then separating out the personal bills from the business bills and how do we do that? And, you know, so all of these pieces are the pieces of building a business that have nothing to do with actually working with a person across the table from you. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I think, uh, so anyway, my wife and I have been building our business for 10 years back in 2014 we were about 18 months into our business and at the time we had business partners and you know the credit cards are maxed out we need inventory there's you know no more money in the business owners <laughs> so we're like okay i guess we're going to need an outside loan <laughs> well started uh, exploring that on the internet and figured out that i was probably going to need a business plan so I plugged into the local small business development center here in Denver, Colorado. And the small, if you don't know, the small business development center is a, a subsidiary of the small business administration at the federal level. So every state has a small business development center. And then the, likely the way it's structured is there'll be a number of, of small business development centers scattered throughout the state here in Colorado we happen to have 15 so it's the small business development center is um, an organization that is kind of has a charter by the small business administration to help small businesses get started and grow so I was like well that's probably a good idea to go talk mm -hmm. to somebody about yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do I do this um so I went in, I had a, a complimentary consultation with one of the consultants and was pretty much directed that I needed to attend their 10-week business plan class. So I said, yes, ma'am. And I did. And um, apparently the business plan I wrote was uh, very comprehensive and well laid out and well written because I won a competition that was in the class and then a state level one. But after all of that, uh, the person who was training, uh, teaching, facilitating the class, because of my coaching background, because of my trainer background, uh, invited me to help facilitate the class. So starting in 2015, I have been teaching, facilitating the 10-week business plan writing curriculum at the Small Business Development Center here in Denver, Colorado. Um, so we've, we've run it three times a year. So 
you know, 15, 18 times, 20 times that I've taught it uh, to date. Um, but more importantly is the number of, of people that have come through that have been able to go through this exploratory process, uh, probably three, 400 people by now that have um, gone through the process. So it's a proven process and I learned the process. So the process has been um, way precedes me. <laughs> um, now I do believe that I bring a certain uh, secret ingredient to the, to the conversation with the coaching side of it. Because again, like I said, you can write the most perfect, most eloquent business plan. But if you don't actually have the courage and confidence and, and fortitude to go put it into action, you're not going to, you're never going to get the result. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of, that's how I got here. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so a couple things that, that is, I heard about the small business develop, uh, SBDC. Yeah. Yeah. SBDC. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost on what yeah, the letters are. Um, SBDC. I had heard about the SBDC and I was like, oh, I bet they would have a great person who could do what I want to do here at NTI, which is, you know, our curriculum is comprehensive, um, you know, really great training in holistic nutrition. We teach all the science, all the mechanisms of how nutrients work and, you know, all that kind of thing, all that kind of stuff. But there was always this kind of challenge of how do you turn that academic knowledge and that, you know, ex expertise that our students develop about nutrition, how do you actually take that and then turn that into something where you can generate revenue, whether or not you're opening your own business or working for someone else, right? Because as you mentioned, you know, if there's an exchange of money that is being business. in business, but <laughs> it, it could be that there's a, a third party that is being, you know, an employer that the money is being exchanged with. But, exactly. you know, anyway, my, my goal was just like, I need to find someone who's a business expert and a coaching expert who can make this transition because um, uh, I, I think I think potentially our students can feel challenged and like you said from the very beginning you know you need to develop the confidence to be able to say to yourself I know I have the knowledge and the skills now how how am I going to and and what's it going to take for me to go out and actually use that and implement that and so I reached out to the SBDC and I was like, you know, is there anyone who would be interested? And, and I, I got your name and you and I connected and I can't tell you how happy I am that we did make that connection because through your guidance and your um, work on helping us, you know, create the curriculum and teach the course, I really think that we have succeeded in my goal and that is to give our students the confidence that they can actually go out and do this and, um, and, and recognize their ability and their capacity to do that and not feel like they're floundering after they graduate. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glad that you feel that you've, you've achieved the goal. And 
know, that goal is just a stepping stone. Because for both of us, the real goal is for the graduates of NTI to be successful in whatever they're doing when they leave and, and make an impact. That's right. And, and if, if they're struggling with the mechanics and, and the, the mechanisms of trying to, you know, which they will be, there will be effort put into growing a business. I'm not Absolutely. saying it's, it's just going to build itself. Yeah. But if you feel lost and uncertain, that's a uh, a feedback loop that is self-defeating. It, it yeah. doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, you talk about how what you think impacts your body, you know, health health wise. It also impacts your 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 effort and your work that you do in absolutely. making decisions and and you know taking risks and all that kind of stuff absolutely so um the other thing i think that um i really am grateful for for this opportunity is that um you know i'm on my own journey and doing this with you all has has been a great benefit to me as well so it's pretty cool um, that it's, you know, it's working for everybody mm-hmm. uh, involved in the process and yeah. I'm learning stuff and you, I'm sure you and Chris are learning some stuff. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think as long as, and that's another thing I, I talk about in business is there is no, f- so the only way to fail in business is to quit. And, and if you're driven to start a business, from that point where you decide to do it, it's just a, a, a cycle of taking action and getting feedback, learning something and taking new actions. Like there's no right or wrong way to do it. And even for those NTI grads who are going to go work in somebody else's business, that's what that business owner is going through (laughs) or that, you know, that store manager, or even you as an employee working with, with individual clients, like that's a cycle that just permeates all of our, our experience of life is there's action and there's feedback and then there's learning and new actions. Mm -hmm. And that's just a never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. And, um, so even what I think this class gives to those people who are going to choose to go work in somebody else's business with what you're going to get out of the, out of the uh, BRCS class is an appreciation for one thing of what, what it actually takes to, to build and grow and, and run a business, yeah. which will make you a more valuable, more, um, empathetic and a better employee. And I think any business owner would appreciate somebody who appreciates what it takes to give them that paycheck, to to provide that paycheck. You know, they don't just grow on trees. (laughs) And, um, you know, if you can approach your position as an employee in that business, from with an understanding and appreciation for what the business owner has on the line, you will be a better employee. You will be a more valuable employee. And I believe that is a 
good energy to be working in somebody else's business from, whether it's your own or somebody else's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I totally agree. I love that. Um, yeah, really important. Um, you know, uh, one of our core values here at NTI is that we, you know, is making a difference, making a, making a difference in the world, making a difference in uh, people's lives. And, you know, I don't expect that, that NTI is going to make a difference in every single person's life outside. The person who's gonna be making the difference is our graduates, right? And so the difference that we make is for our graduates, our graduates go out and make a difference in other people's lives. And I really believe that this course gives them the confidence and the ability and the, um, the, the resources and, and sort of the, the uh, psychological wherewithal <laughs> to, to go out and, and take the risk of putting yourself out there to make that difference. Because, you know, as you said, it is a risk. Everything you do, every action that you take, you take um, uh, based on not knowing what the exact outcome is going to be. But yep. yeah, so, um, well, uh, Thank you for, for all of that, because that just reinforces my, um, my pleasure that you're here as an instructor and uh, uh, that our students get to participate in a course that I think is going to bring them real value to build on their academic knowledge that they're getting in the rest of our courses. So that's great. So um, you started off talking about how you were raised with, uh, you know, some good nutrition, solid nutritional values. So uh, what are your favorite foods to eat? <laughs> oh, didn't know that question was coming. Yeah, I'm coming out of left field here. Like, do you, do you have something that, you know, shifting gears here, this is a nutrition school, people <laughs> like to hear what other people eat. So do you have like things that you prioritize? Like, I want to make sure I eat this regularly or, you know, include this in my diet, my children's diet, because I recognize the nutritional value and I know it brings me benefit. It doesn't have to be one thing. It could be a category no. or, I mean, just anything um, to kind of support the nutrition the, <laughs> message that we have here. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, I love gardening. Um, and I, I have put a lot of time and energy into learning to garden. And not only garden, but also, uh, you know, the, the complete cycle of, of gardening and then harvesting not only the, the, the fruit of, the, of that season, but then harvesting the seeds and, and creating the, the next year's crop from this year's crop. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a really cool skill set to have that, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people, even those who garden, might not take it that far. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I garden, have gardened for, you know, 25 years, but I do not save my seeds. <laughs> I don't. So and to I don't me, it's just really cool. Like when I'm planting next year's crop from this year's, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I, I did it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Um, which, you know, 10 minutes ago, I was harvesting lettuce seed from this year's lettuce crop. Right. <laughs> um, I was raised on a kind of a New Mexico Mexican diet. Uh, my mom is from New Mexico. 
so I love the chilies, the that kind of the, the New Mexican style of food, um, which for me is good because um, I do have some gluten issues. Mm -hmm. So uh, I eat quite a bit of corn, <laughs> which probably has its own challenges, but uh, so far my body seems to be okay with it. Um, but definitely I think, uh, the living food is, is always important, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, smoothies with, uh, good high quality protein are good for me. Uh -huh. Um, right now I'm doing more of a plant-based protein as uh -huh. opposed to a whey. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, just, you know, trying to get all the good, uh, greens and, and fibers and vegetables and stuff like that. Even when I was a kid, I didn't eat a lot of meat. Um, I don't, I've never really craved meat, uh, but when we do eat it, we again, invest in high quality grass fed just right. because it has to be, it makes a difference. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, yes, it makes a difference not only in health, but in the environment, you know, you know, social justice, all, all those kinds There's of a lot of layers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's so important. I'm sure your kids, um, you know, when they see food that was growing in the backyard on their table, they have a real strong sense of where food comes from that so many kids today do not understand. Nope. Um, so that's always a benefit. I know uh, <laughs> that, you know, that, that's something that was important to me in, in the raising of our child as well. Um, Cause I grew up that way. I grew up in my grandmother's garden, you know, grazing and eating <laughs> food out of the garden. And I, I mean, I just have always known where food comes from because yep. I've seen it and my grandparents had a farm. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I even went uh, for a few years, uh, went and took the, the, the delved into beekeeping took the leap into being a beekeeper yeah uh, so I still have all the equipment I, ha I haven't had any bees for the last two summers but um, that was fun uh, very in educational experience for sure <laughs> yeah get that that's life something cycle. we would like to get into in our at our house Some, yeah. someday when we have time that's yeah <laughs> well and that's you know the, the what I always say to people that asked about it was well I think bees are the best pet because they, they actually give you something, they're low maintenance and uh, you get something out of it. They're not just, you know, you're not just feeding them all the time. Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did teach my kids to pet bees. Um, oh. Out on a flower, you can totally just pet a bee. They're, um, they don't, they're not aggressive in that, like if you pinched it, yes, they'll sting you. If they get stuck in your hair and they feel threatened, they'll sting. But just a bee on a flower, there's no risk there. Huh. pretty crazy I didn't so know that. my kids would freak out the other teachers and the kids at school when they go up to the flowers and pet the bees yeah I bet wow I I've never heard of that before that's so cool nice uh, um but anyway so yeah I I do believe in knowing where your food comes from uh, I'd love to have chicken someday but I don't mm -hmm. but anyway yeah yeah well cool well, thank you so much, Greg. This has really been a fantastic time spent. I, I, I always enjoy talking to you. I always learn something new. I just learned about petting bees. <laughs> so uh, it's been great. I, I really appreciate your time and I really appreciate that you are part of the NTI community as an instructor. And I think you bring a lot of 
value and a lot of wisdom to our students and I'm sure they appreciate it as well. So thank you. Awesome. Well, I'll see you in class to all the all students. Right. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye everyone. Take care. Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well.